You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to the Ratchet Ramblers Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. I already know her like that. And my AKA for today will be Cocaine Makes the Best Music. Thank you for coming to my rock talk. And I am joined by my friend and my co-host. Uh, hello, everybody. It's Candace, AKA Naso Newlywed PC on all social media, AKA the Von Dutch Vixen. If you- all right. Uh, you know, uh, if you, you haven't know watched that that docu series on Hulu about Von Dutch, it, it Crackers is crazy. You know, Crackers is motherfucking crazy. I'll tell you what. Uh, but before we hop into the show, thank you for tuning in. If you haven't, um, please go subscribe to our Patreon starting at the red noise level for $5 a month so that you can get access to our companion show Ratchet Reloaded, which we finna record after this. Um, we covering, um, marriage bootcamp hip hop editions with Noriega and his wife, uh, some weirdo named Molly Maul, uh, Miles and Amber. You remember Miles from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood where he came out as bisexual on the show and um, Moni Love and her partner, which I don't know what rock they dragged her stupid, insecure, goofy ass from under for this show, but they did. And our favorite, Love and Life After Lockup. Okay. It haven't disappointed yet. Really not so I'm gonna do some I'm gonna do some research and see like what Moni's show here in Atlanta is doing because the chance something gotta be up because why the fuck is she on that damn show? Wow. So I'm gonna see like is the is the checks on the radio show just not hitting like they used to because why the fuck is she on marriage boot camp? Wow. So I'm gonna do some um, digging. But yeah, do yeah, you do some digging, friend, and y'all do some subscribing. And we're going to keep being able to bring you um, our A-shitness. I was going to say uh, it was being pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, but before we jump into these shows, we got two weeks worth of shows to cover. Okay? Four shows. We're going to give it to you because these motherfuckers are ridiculous. But, I mean, I just look want to discuss a few things that I've seen on the social medias. First things first, um you know, rest in peace to young Dolphson and prayers for his family. Uh, he was fatally shot trying to get some snickerdoodles at a cookie shop. That's a, I'm sorry, that, that ain't funny, but it's funny. <laughs> like, imagine you trying to get a Kit Kat and nigga just come <laughs> on and hit you with a Glock. I'm sorry. Like, it ain't funny, but it's trying funny. To get some, you trying to get some oatmeal cookies and niggas is yeah. Y'all don't have to do that. Y'all don't have to fuck y'all communities up. Okay. Stop that shit. Yes. Stop it. What I will say is this though. Um, in certain situations like this, uh, when this shit, this kind of shit happens, I need y'all to shut the fuck up with these goddamn regurgitated white supremacist talking points. It's okay to just say rest in peace and move. I also need y'all to stop acting like y'all been in the streets all y'all life. 
Y'all also that. talk about street code and hood knowledge and OGs and motherfucker, y'all are from the suburbs. And you y'all get to talking a whole lot of hot shit. Like y'all, y'all been up and through these streets all y'all fucking life. See, see, this what happened when when niggas don't got OGs. Shut the fuck up. You Shut niggas will borrow to run in high school. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. OGD's nuts. Um, but I also want to say y'all don't know if y'all want to be luxurious blacks, blavity blacks, blue check blacks, blick black blacks, blue back bags, big bag blacks. Y'all don't know what the fuck y'all want to do because a woman posting a video saying that she and her husband have a nighttime doula that comes two to three times a week so that they can properly, so that they can rest and recharge at night and not have to get up with their newborn. It got y'all talking about y'all exploiting doulas, calling doula servants and it's capitalism. And every time y'all learn a couple talking points on Twitter, y'all just apply them to every fucking thing. Y'all started talking about doulas like they were like they making pennies on a dollar. We're talking about a subset of healthcare workers who often get to set their own prices, their own service fees, their own, you know, so that they are fairly compensated for the labor that goes into postpartum care for mother and child. Okay. Okay. Is y'all okay? And then no, on the other hand, not. y'all got this one stupid dumbass mama who get on TikTok crying and sniffling and snotting, talking about her teenager don't want to help pay bills. Duh. And why the fuck are you trying to make a teenager pay bills? Y'all are so ingrained and indebted in y'all fucking generational trauma that y'all think kids should pay bills that ain't theirs. Hmm. Is y'all, y'all are, I'm not going to ask if, if y'all are okay because y'all are fucking stupid. If I was to be honest, I never paid a bill in Mama White Diamond House when I was a minor. And as I continued to think about it and even told her about the topic at hand, I didn't pay no bills in my mama house while I was an undergrad. When my grown over 18 year old ass was in college, I still was not paying no bills in my mama house because she wanted my sole focus to be my education, to be preparing myself to go out into the real world, be able to save money that I was making. And I was working. That's the crazy part. I was working. Sure was. My mama even paid the insurance on my car, but you know what? Let that trauma go and well, stop cocking your stop cocking your legs open to niggas and they ain't helping out in your home. Your 16-year-old paying more bills than the nigga that's coming and laying up with you and sneaky linking with you. Get your motherfucking priorities together. My lord. Also, I'm not paying bills in the house and I still got to follow your rules. That's where you got me fucked up at. If I'm be paying bills in your house, I'm gonna be doing what the fuck I want to do. I'm coming and going as I motherfucking please. If you gonna give me adult responsibilities, I'm finna act grown in the motherfucker in here. How about that? Shit. Mm. 
What you was gonna say, friend? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you for that tangent, Candace. Um <laughs> you get on my nerves so bad. Um what I was going to say was um all I was gonna say is uh Mama White Diamonds is um uh, is a uh, what is a good mama and not these uh stupid motherfuckers on the internet? That's all I was gonna say. Oh, okay then. Uh y'all stupid. Um, but moving on t- to these shows. We didn't even discuss the order in the pregame, so we just gonna uh spin the motherfucking wheel and do 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 do. Let's talk about this dry ass reunion <laughs> in Potomac. Y'all didn't need four parts. Y'all didn't the, need four parts for this reunion. The fact that I forgot it was parts, four parts. The first two parts have been fucking dry. I just want to say, um, that your your shit got clocked, uh, Andy, when it comes to the body shaming shit and his favoritism. Uh, be, yeah, and his favoritism. Because though we, this is not Team Candace, the good sis brought the receipts on how all of the ladies body shame each other on the show, but it is only egregious when Candace does it to Ashley. Not when Candace does it to anybody else, but when Candace does it to Ashley. Part of me wonders, have Andy, Michael Darby, and, and Ashley had a threesome or some shit? Because he allows <laughs> too much shit to slip through the cracks when it comes to Ashley and Michael Darby. I tell you, they, I tell you what, they have had a threesome in his in, and his bank accounts. We all money talk, bullshit walking. The one thing about Michael Darby, unfortunately, that motherfucker got his creepy ass got money. Hell, if shit, that's the why they still on this show when they absolutely deserve to to be gone, both of them. Exactly. I just feel like Candace had a valid point. Y'all do body shame. Y'all do talk about each other's looks, homes, finances, bodies. It's the nature and of every this fucking show. thing else. It's the nature of the show. So I'm very much so tired, and it, it it's almost making me gag to say it, but I'm kind of tired of y'all picking Candace out of the crowd for the shit that y'all all do. The thing is, she's better at it than y'all. We've got to be honest. She say shit that sting y'all to y'all soul. That's that's what it is. she says. Shit that stings y'all fucking soul. Y'all don't yeah. clap back as good as she do, and and that's where the I think that's where the issue is. Also, Ashley, you thought you had you one when you said I'm Darby's Barbie, bitch. A Barbie doll is a toy, and in true fashion, all Michael Darby does is play in your motherfucking face and pick you up and sit you down when he need to get his dick wet. You are nothing more than a fucking toy to that man. In a baby factory. I'm Darby's Barbie. Bitch, nobody cares. Y'all shouldn't be on this show. Imagine being proud to be Michael Darby's wife or anything related to Michael Darby. Girl, ain't nothing swirling around in that big ass head but two rutabagas. Hello. But back to what I was saying. Candace do the same shit y'all do. She's just better at it. 
she's nastier with it. Should I say, I don't know if I should say better, but when it comes to getting nasty, being nasty and, and, you know, like just being outlandishly mean and disrespectful, Candace takes it there. Yeah. Yeah. I was just about to say, I don't know if she's necessarily better at it than the others, but she definitely nastier with it. And so <laughs> y'all pick her out and, and try to act like she's the only one doing the things that she's doing, but it newsflash, y'all do it too. Y'all are just a lot more passive aggressive with it. Yeah. I think, and I think, I, I think that's part of it. Like, again, y'all know good and goddamn well, I'm not a Candace fan by any stretch of the imagination. The only Candace I'm a fan of is the one I'm doing the show with. Uh, but that's the one thing, because I think the, the, like the, the, the the acidic of Potomac is like passive aggressive shade. Like it's not in your face, like direct shade, like we've seen on past shows, you know, like Atlanta, you know, in the beginning, you know, season hell, even some of the white goddamn shows. Cause I, you know, I don't watch them, but I, I don't see clips and the way these white heifers get in your face, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But with Potomac, it's very much like bougie, you know, light, bright, passive aggressive, you know, shit, shit we see on Twitter basically. So it's like, with Candace being as like nasty with it and not like nice, nasty, but like nasty with it. I think that takes them back a bit, but it's like, you are on this damn show. Like the housewives franchise is about being nasty and rude and shade and all this type of shit. So like, if that's not you, you shouldn't have signed up to do this goddamn show. Exactly. Exactly. Also, um, don't get me off the show if her only storyline is her fucking mom we have been drumming beating that drum for a long time and it still bears the same repeat your mom is a crackhead boohoo bitch that's a lot of people's parents who came up in the 80s in the 90s you got a crack, you got a crackhead era mama. Okay, bitches, wear it like a throwback jersey, but leave us alone. I mean, not only that, if you didn't, here's my thing with Mia. If you didn't want people talking about your mama, then why the fuck bring your mama on this show for a damn storyline? Because outside of your mama, you have no damn storyline. Like, and even like your, your upbringing, like, oh, okay, a, a stripper met a sugar daddy. Whoop de doo. We've seen that story so many damn times with people that were way more interested than you. And again, you make us have to side with Candace when you say shit like if my mom would have relapsed. And I agree with Candace. If your mom was that fucking fragile, and I've said it on Twitter, if your mama was that fucking fragile. She ain't had no business on this fucking show. If your mama relapsed, that's on her. It's not even on you. Your mama's sobriety is her choice and her choice alone. Don't you dare in your fucking life ever again make no stranger ass bitch talking about she'll be responsible for my mom's relapse. I'm fuck Candace and a lot of the shit she stand for, but you was out of pocket. And that's how I know you the type of bitch that came on this show using that storyline as a shield, a sympathy shield. Every time you get to be a messy, you want to talk about your mama issues and shit. And then can't, can't nobody even say your mama because it's my mama is a crackhead, okay? 
You don't get to talk about my crackhead and addicted mama, okay? The then girl, why bring your crackhead addicted mama on this damn show? Like that again, this is what I'm saying. Like, you want to use your mama for a storyline because you're not fucking interested, but in a, but can't nobody else fuck. I'm gonna say it. like can't nobody else use your mom for a storyline. You can't have it both ways, bitch. Exactly. Cause exactly. I, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be serious and funny at the same time. If you wanted to shield your mama from the world, you should have pulled a drink and healed your damn mama from the world. Exactly. But speaking of hiding shit. Y'all owe Monique Samuels a motherfucking apology because you bitches claimed all that tea she had was stale. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yet, Giselle sitting her poorly dressed ass up on this stage admitting to everything Monique said. Right. And if it was stale, then it would have stayed at last year's reunion, but we're still talking about shit, so... Y'all are mm. literally talking about the shit Monique said last reunion on this reunion when it comes to Giselle and Jamal. Also, I know that was allowed. Also, that was intentional. Andy, you didn't you didn't get on Giselle back enough for me about Jamal's tax issues. Because he clearly got favorites. And that's another issue with this damn show. He, Andy clearly got favorites, and he pick and choose when he want to be neutral. Yeah, he does. And not to be funny, but his favorites are constantly the fair-skinned women on the show. Mm-hmm. You don't hold Giselle to the fire like you, like you did Candace and Monique. Mm-hmm. You don't hold Robin to the fire like you do Candace and, and Wendy. You don't hold Ashley and Michael Darby to the fire like you do the the darker skinned ladies. Mm -hmm. You absolutely don't. Because we saw this woman, Giselle Bryant, make mockeries of multiple husbands on the show who were in some type of financial trouble. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, her nigga that's not her nigga that's making a fool of her and all types of oh, hell six high figures water. in tax debt. But yet it's crickets. Almost a million dollars. Which, that's embarrassing. Imagine being a million dollars in debt as a pastor. Embarrassing. You got a lot of fucking nerve, and I think we definitely should have talked about it in greater detail. And Karen is the one, the type of woman I don't, I don't aspire to be because... I wouldn't get that bitch no type of advice talking about make sure you lawyer up and make sure your lawyer looks into the tax years and make sure these wasn't the years when y'all was married, filing joint. I wouldn't have gave that bitch none of that advice. Listen, bitch. the way you figure it out on your own. The way I would have told you to kiss my ass. When, and laugh. You know you in tax debt when they put a property, when they put a, a lien on that trap house. <laughs> if it's lean. <laughs> <laughs> if it's up then it's stuck so- <laughs> uh- <laughs> I want to get to to Wendy, Robin and Giselle just because I don't really care about the Karen and Giselle making up storyline and the whole you, you were kind to my daughter no matter what we was going through 
Bitch, don't nobody bring up people's families but you. Right. Don't nobody step that hard about people's uh, kids and spouses but you. Now, Wendy was clocking y'all's ass. Wendy's Wendy was clocking y'all's ass. Wendy said, you had a tummy tuck too, but that didn't make Jamal stay. All the motherfuckers that was like, oh, like, when it's going too far, shut the fuck up. Y'all have spent the greater part of that season ridiculing, berating, and so on and so forth, Wendy, for her decisions to have some plastic surgery done on her body. But and she clapped back it was, Yeah. And like y'all, and y'all went to the point talking about, well, maybe she had the work done, maybe because maybe those rumors are true. That's not too far, but a motherfucker saying, hey, you had some of the same shit that I had done and your nigga still left. So what's T? And I'm going to tell you, Robin is the worst kind of bully bitch. She the type of bitch that bully bully people, and when she get bullied back, she want to act like whatever the person is saying, they, uh, they giving it too much energy. Wait, you spent your money on screenshots to have these printed out? You spent, bitch, don't worry about nobody money because you in tax debt too. Mm-hmm. Don't, you shouldn't, you, the, my problem with you, Robin, is you a bitch who got scammed out of money by your best friend who then committed suicide. Then you brought in a medium to see if your dead best friend felt any sympathy for robbing you and your husband turned ex-husband turned boyfriend turned fiance again if he felt any remorse for stealing y'all money and the motherfucker said from the grave uh, no bitch if you stay ready you ain't got to get ready and you just always manage with your poor hairstyle decisions and beauty supply store bedazzled hats to ask about somebody else's money don't worry about what the fuck Wendy spent her money on. We know it wasn't one of your hats. Bitch. Like you really spent your money to get those printed out. Sure did, bitch. Sure. I'll spend, I'll spend my money 20 times to print out screenshots of shit that you or your your stupid friend have said. But as long as my money don't go to buying one of them tacky ass hats, bitch, that's all that matter in this life of sin. All I need in this life of sin is not buying none of your shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> bitch, get out of here. I'm looking forward to tonight's reunion part because they're going to finally clock Ashley for acting like Michael Darby isn't overtly sexual and weird when he's amongst the castmates. And they're going to remind him, like, you, gra- your husband grabbed somebody's ass. Your husband said he wanted to suck Juan's dick. Your husband is absolutely the fucking poster child for being sexually and fucking creepy with people without consent. Which... 
That is true, and that's all well and good. And I also, too, am looking forward to it. But again, I'm forever going to have a problem with them two motherfuckers being on this damn show. I will forever have a problem with them being on this show. And I'm and I'm never not going to bring it up. Especially when there's fucking video footage of him grabbing someone's ass with no consent. So, like, come on. Also, again, having to side with Candace and and Candace versus Ashley. It to me, it's always Spider Man pointing at Spider Man. However, one of you wrote a character witness statement against the other one in a situation that did not involve you in any capacity you wasn't even there to see it you had went to the bathroom and you don't know why that girl don't like you and always coming for your your motherfucking head top what what world are you living in again y'all know how we feel over here at ratchet ramblings about uh monique versus candace Y'all know how we feel about that. And how y'all played in our damn face. Uh-huh. However, Ashley had no place in it. And when she decided to step her toes in the situation and write that character statement against Candace and a favor of Monique, we wouldn't have shit to talk about either. You didn't just, you didn't stay neutral. You picked a side. Yeah. Knowing we already had our own set of issues. So you're telling me you don't want, you never wanted to resolve our issues and get to a place of common ground because you went and put, you went and put the, uh, the nail in the coffin with the witness, the character witness shit. So what is it that you expect from Candace? I, I would like to know. What do you want from Candace? You just want to have access to her to have further opportunities to go against her in any capacity. But newsflash, you big forehead bitch, you don't need her around to do that. You could talk shit about that girl at any given moment if you want to. Why are you trying to have some type of common ground with this woman now? And she, you know, I mean, you're right, friend. She could do that, but she's not going to do that because she big pussy. Mm-hmm. Yep. For a woman with that much head, it, it certainly doesn't have a lot of a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh it doesn't That's have a lot of bronze. Yeah. No, this bitch ain't no mega mind for sure. Mm, she just ve- looked like him. She very small brain, very small brain. Yeah. Not, not big brain, very small brain. Yeah, big brain in there energy don't count for her that bitch got teeny weeny brain energy <laughs> <She's>... uh, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're gonna move on to black ink chicago um i do i'm not gonna lie i don't have much so i'm gonna let you have this one i i don't have a lot for last week's episode only because it was a, a really heavy ep- episode in the sense that there was nothing negative about the episode. You know what I'm saying? Well, bits and pieces, but like Ryan going to doing some intensive therapy and being held accountable by the people in his life. He had, he went to this therapy. He had came face to face with his parents 
to discuss his actions. He came face to face with Anthony again to discuss his actions. He came face to face with his friends to discuss his actions. What what more can you ask from somebody in that capacity? When they say they want to get better and be better and do better, and their actions are actually showing it. Good for the Ryan. Only, the only caveat I'll give to that is I hope it's consistent. Because to be fair, we've seen this road there with Ryan before. Well, well we've never him accountable. really seen, we never oh, seen Ryan in therapy, though. Ryan would just be like, I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to be this. But it looked like he's actually taking his mental health journey seriously by the actions. I hope, Especially, I, I hope um, it keeps up. Me too. Especially after he really opened up about that situation with his sister and why he's been living in a, a place of guilt for so long because we never really heard the story we knew well we knew what happened but we didn't know his place in the story right he if he he was supposed to go to his sister's house the the day she was she was murdered and he didn't he got drunk at a college party and and didn't go see her. And to him, he feels like if he had done what he said he was going to do, she might possibly be alive. But to that, I say, or you might possibly be dead as well. Right. That coin could have flipped either way. And there's no point in you living a life wondering which side it would have actually landed on. There's absolutely no no guarantee that if you had gotten to her house that all of y'all would be alive and this man in jail or something or if he would have came back and did it at a later date or if he would have did it right then and there and took your life too you can't live in the what ifs yeah life too short to be, life too short to be living in what ifs um Kitty, you really don't have a place on this show and it's time for us to be honest about it. You don't work at any of the shops now. Go be great somewhere else. But you on here talking about, he called me a goofy bitch. I ain't never been no goofy. (laughs) (laughs) Say it again, friend. (laughs) No. But <laughs> but now I see why why her and Ryan had that big falling out. <laughs> and it's because not only it's not because she tried to give Ryan some advice about Anthony. She went behind Ryan's back and was talking to Anthony once this situation happened. Her and Anthony had not had any type of interactions prior to this situation. But after she's talking to Anthony through DMs and all this other kind of shit about Ryan in this situation. We not friends and you doing no shit like that. You don't need to have a conversation with this motherfucker to know that Ryan violated him and you can hold your friend accountable for that. Yeah. But But you going behind. Yeah. You going behind his back trying to get extra scoop, extra details 
That's weirdo shit to me. Now we can be honest. That's a snake shit. Like we can be completely honest. That's a snake shit. Like, and here's my thing, right? And we've said this. Does Ryan deserve all the smoke for what he did? Absolutely, because what he did was despicable. It really was. But like, it was. You don't do no shit like that. Like, come on. But not from his. Not from his friends. His friends can hold him accountable without doing shit. Without moving. Without moving like the the public did with him. You know what like, I'm saying? Moving like dogs. Like, that's some op shit. I'm sorry. That is some op shit. Especially if y'all were in a good place when it happened. Because we've heard other cast members say, hey, we want, like, Ryan, what you did was not cool, and we really hope that you get the help that you need. Get your shit together, nigga. Something wrong. Get your shit together. Like, I, I, I will say... Ryan was held accountable by the people around him. But if you ain't never been that cool with Anthony before. All of a sudden you cool now. All of a sudden when this pop off, y'all DM and y'all talking, you trying to get, extra, like I said, extra details and shit like my friend said, that's some snake shit. It is. It absolutely is. And so Ryan, I'm absolutely on Ryan's side with this Ryan versus Kitty shit. That was some snake shit. You didn't have to go to that man for no details because he put it all out on Front Street all across social media. Yeah, we all saw it. And Ryan admitted to it and took accountability for it. So any details or conversation you wanted to have about that situation, you could have talked to Ryan if that's your friend. And also, not only that, like, I'm going to be real with you. Like, nigga, Cause, Cause I'm not gonna lie. Like if I had a friend to do some shit like that, I'm just speaking for me myself personally. I don't know if we could be friends no more. I'm gonna just be real. So if you were that disgusted from what what Ryan did, why are you still calling this nigga your friend? Exactly. Exactly. And not even but, that. Not even that, talking about you don't know what his problem is or whatever. So you still very much wanted to be his friend. You just got caught with your hand in the cookie jar. Mm -hmm. Now. (laughs) Goofy beach. I ain't never been that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you have. Uh Girl, you were sleeping with Caesar. You You definitely, yeah, you've been a goofy bitch. Yeah, you were sleeping with Caesar. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, you goofy than a motherfucker. Um, then came and slept with another nigga who has been saying for twenty seven years he want to get back with his baby mama. So Mm -hmm. you definitely been a goofy. You've been a goofy. Yeah. Then you got this fine British white man or brown man. I don't know what he is over here from the UK. And you still having meltdowns about other niggas. So right. This man, this this man, this British man very clearly wants to eat your ass and you over here worry about Ryan. Yeah, so a goofy, you definitely been that. You been that. Yeah. <laughs> goofy. Um, but you got you got some sisters and goofy with Charmaine. Right. Um Prince is a good one because I would have broke up with Charmaine's friend. Because if a motherfucker come tell you something about me with absolutely no proof, no receipts, no nothing, and you eating it up talking about you got to earn my trust back and I don't trust you and I can't take your word for nothing, that's not somebody you need to be with. 
she has a lot of baggage Mm -hmm. and she wants to dump it off on you and that's not your burden to bear i absolutely do not believe dre and prince are fucking each other no i absolutely do not but we got to talk about why charmaine would be riding by dre's house for no reason too like a lot of this a lot of this shit in this situation with charmaine it really put me back in a headspace where charmaine does not have any good or redeemable qualities because that is a level of boundary crossing and weirdness and stalking that people should have held her to the fire for and as usual, when it comes to Charmaine's bullshit and how she treats other people, they glossed over it. Mm-hmm. Why would you be riding past this woman's house seeing who car parked in front of her house? Mm-hmm. What, on, what does that gain you? Come on, friend. Let's, let's talk about it. When Prince tried to hold you accountable for your behavior and how all of this blew up, you couldn't even stand up in your big ass grown woman body and say, you know what? I do have some, some shortcomings as a business owner in this industry. No, you defaulted to, well, if he's saying I'm not doing shit like I'm supposed to, then why he fucking Drea? Knowing that you with my friend. Because I seen your house parked outside of Dre a car for two days in a row. What? That doesn't absolve you from being a shitty business owner. Because I was just about to say, like, that's all well and good. But what what does this have to do with the business? And nobody said, Charmaine, that don't have shit to do with shit. Not a goddamn thing. You need to run this business like you wanted to thrive. Instead, you alienated yourself from your lead tattoo artist, who, as we see in the previews for the next episode, is going to look like he's going to quit and they're going to have it out. And again, Charmaine going to play that. Like Charmaine got some white woman vibes to her because every time somebody stand up, she start talking about, oh, you threatening me, you going to hit me. That man ain't got to put his fucking hands on you and nobody would allow that man to put his fucking hands on you. So why are you doing that weirdo white woman shit that could cost somebody their life? Mm-hmm. And also, you know, not to, not to be mean, but I'm going to be honest. I mean, we could tell the truth here. Uh, Charmaine, you probably the last one that should be talking about people putting hands and feet on anybody because, girl, we we don't seen you get your ass whooped on this show for 84 goddamn years. So, like... Truly. Uh, maybe Truly. Uh, maybe re- shut the fuck up and relax a little bit, beloved. Maybe. Possibly. It, it would... It, it would behoove you. It would behoove you. Hello. <laughs> 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 Come nah, on. we really be too motherfucking in sync. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, it would, it would be the, it would be the logical choice for you to shut the fuck up, Charmaine. I'm just saying. Just saying. It would be smart. <laughs> well, I mean, smart is asking for smart from you is a lot, but still. Yeah, that bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you had to catch yourself, didn't you? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but that that was that was all we had for Black Ink Chicago. I've. I'll be honest friend i have been enjoying this season i have not been disappointed 
because I, I, I haven't felt like it's a bunch of contrived drama and chaos. Well, you know what I'm saying? That, the reason it hasn't felt like that because you know these motherfuckers are naturally stupid. That's true. But I do feel like when it was like Lily Jr., Cobra, Van, and them, I'm like so I glad felt like it was a, I, I felt like it was a lot of contrived drama. I'm so glad. Which speaking of, Van has teamed up with C's to open up a nine mag somewhere in Texas. Oh, uh, Houston. And Van is running the shop or some shit. I don't yeah. know. It's weird. It's black, but... uh, black in Houston. I don't know if they're gonna put it on TV or not, but it's black in Houston. Yeah, but to that I say no. Say yes, because we haven't had no no good reality show in Houston yet. Remember when they were supposed to do Love and Hip Hop Houston, but motherfuckers were shooting this shit. Oh yeah, remember that? Remember that? I do remember that. Remember that? You remember that? Um, let's head over to Love and Marriage Huntsville, just because. Um, speaking of stupid, it was only one episode, and it was some good shit, but. We we gonna have a a, a hold down, toe down, blow down on these bitches from Salt Lake City. So we're gonna say the best for last this week. Um, love and marriage Huntsville. Put Martell in jail. No, really. I'm I, I'm, I, I'm about to tell y'all why. This man is obsessed with his ex-wife. And for the safety of that for for, for the safety of Melody, we need to put this man in jail. We need to give Melody hold a restraining order. Because in what world do you, after you've been crying about your money being funny since the divorce, do you leave a supposed business meeting to come stalk Melody and her her new guy? You standing there staring at them, recording them and shit, and have a fucking meltdown because they going to a restaurant you and Melody used to go to. Newsflash, nigga, just because we not together don't mean I don't like that calamari. Like, damn, nigga, I can't get no wings because I'm not with you no more. That's crazy. We divorced, so I can't have a surfing turf? Boy. Damn, like, nigga, I'm divorced from you, not the food, nigga. Not the restaurant. Shit. You can bring bring your side bitch and side baby to the restaurant. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> bring them. <laughs> Enjoy some lamb chops with your lamb chops. Oh, oh fucking right. Right. <laughs> Shit, lamb chops with your lamb chops. That might be the show title. <laughs> Not chops and chops, nigga. <laughs> but it's like, what do you, what do you want her to do? Is the question. What do you really want from a woman that you have embarrassed over and over again? And not even if we just put the uh, the the cheating part outside of it, you was the same motherfucker saying last season that you that Melody him. didn't fulfill you sexually. She didn't fulfill you. Your side chick, your side bitch was was sloppy with the toppy over your wife. So again, what is it that you want from this woman who you claim? Put everything in front of you and her kid, y'all kids. This woman you claim didn't suck your dick good. This woman you claim was cheating too. Why do you? Why are you so obsessed with her if she was doing all of that? That's how I, I know you lying about a whole bunch of shit. Because ain't no way I'm chasing a motherfucker when I finally could get away from him and do what the fuck I want to do when I want to do it. Mm-hmm. 
you are still in love with your your wife and you have found out that the grass is not greener on the other side that is astroturf <laughs> you have found out that that side woman has more baggage and bullshit with her than your wife ever did you finding out that uh you finding out that that slop that slopping turf is actually worth that's what you finding out that's it that's it and it ain't i don't know what you want us to do for you i don't know what you want melody to do for you but it's time for her to move on speaking of moving on whoever this woman is that came to see kimmy put her on the show right because miss mamas was spilling tea he no Michael Jackson. The fact that as soon as you said that shit, that's what my mind <laughs> I hate you. Continue. This woman is spilling tea. And Kiowa, you deserve to get your motherfucking face slapped off because you have made it seem like Kimmy interfered in your marriage while you and Maurice were still fucking married. And that wasn't the case. You have been mad at this woman for 40 days and 40 nights because you believe that your husband, your ex-husband meeting her stopped y'all from reconciling. And that's not the case. That man had been trying to get the fuck rid of you because they said he had you served once. You was ducking and dodging the divorce papers and he had your ass served again. And my thing that is That motherfucker this. said, no weapon against me, bitch. I'm out of here. <laughs> And see, my thing is this. I have a bit of a different take than my friend, but it leads to the same destination. Uh, my thing is, you see how Maurice is. Why the fuck are you mad at Kimmy when, like, you literally, like, Maurice, like, he probably, like, the best man on this show, but even that's not saying much because he got his issues, too. So why are you mad at Kimmy for basically getting your leftovers? Am I tripping exactly. to think that? Like, I, I just don't get it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, I just, and the other question was asked, when you was doing all of this, you was already married again. Also that. I hope your husband have a, a real good sit down talk with you. Because the need, math not math. The math not math. You need to do some soul searching, beloved. Cause this is it's getting the, weird. The, 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 the numbers not numbering. It's, it's they not doing what they supposed to do. They not giving what they were supposed to have gave. It's it's getting weird. Oh my god! Shout out to Roland Ray and Bobby Lights. That was the <laughs> most nigga. If y'all have not watched none of them conversation uh, shows on Zeus from Ray J and Princess. I'm talking about some of the original ones like Ray J and Princess conversation, Lyrica and A1 having a conversation. Motherfucking... It just turned into a fight between their two mamas. Yeah, uh, motherfucking Akbar V and uh, somebody... Hazel Lee. No, no, Tommy. Akbar Tommy, V and Tommy. Tommy. Hazel Lee was with uh, Masika, right? Yes. Yes. And then Roland Ray and Bobby, like, listen, if you want to feel better about your life, because at least you're not as stupid as these motherfuckers, go watch that. Go watch that. <laughs> um, but back, 
but back to what we were saying no um and also i'm glad they brought up tisha disloyal ass yes because that because them skating over that has been irritating my soul i'm glad they brought it up and um I know it's cheap. We we said it and we continue to say it. It's cheaper for Marceau to keep her and by her we mean Tisha. That man don't like his wife. At all. That man don't like her. That man. That, that man, man. That man. Marceau Scott. He don't man, like his wife, Mike. He don't like his wife. Because as a form of get back for the surprise therapy session, he brings in uh, financial literacy counselors to discuss her spending habits. Nigga brought in goddamn um, LLC Twitter on his wife. No, and they wasn't even LLC because they start calling him out for his spending. Right, which I thought that was just delicious. Like you did this to be paid to the t-shirt then, but you you weren't expecting them to be like, uh nigga, you too. You too. You don't like your wife. And the crazy part is we give Tisha a lot of flack. Yeah. Which okay. she deserves. She does deserve. However, but she took the situation in stride and she learned some tics, tips and tricks, and she she admitted that. She can do better with her her budgeting and her spending. She took something from your pettiness. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. I'm a different kind of bitch because that would have made me spend your money more. (laughs) I would have went in. I would have went and bought me a brand new motherfucking convertible sports car just because you wanted to be fucking petty. Been right at the dealership, like, oh, this looks nice. Oh, I have one of this. Oh, this is lovely. Thank you very much. I would, Kimmy and Maurice, I would like to see it. Okay. Uh, she seems quite freaky, and him too. You know I what? I wouldn't mind seeing it. You know what? Fair. I wouldn't mind seeing it. I want to see it. Kimmy is thick as day old fucking grits. That right. woman is stacked up. She, woo. Them hips, them thighs. That woman fine. Yes. That's a beautiful woman. Yes. I think all the women on this show are attractive, if we used to be honest. But in terms of body, nobody on that show got no body like Kimmy. Yeah. And I think, Ma- and I think Maurice is handsome, too. He's stupid, I but do. he's handsome. The, um, Lurch. Tiffany husband. <laughs> he ugly. But <laughs> I do think Martel is attractive. I do think Maurice is attractive. Marceau is not ugly to me. You just so, don't. like, I will say they, they make some good-looking couples. Um, But good for you, good for you, Maurice, for planning that delicious-ass date for your wife, talking about what you discussed with Dr. Francis, and shout out to Kimmy for thinking what we've been saying. Damn, everybody only go to Dr. Francis here? Right. The best thing coming out of Huntsville? I mean, hockey. But for taking notes and for, for doing the work to do better by your wife. Yes. 
even though she been told you that and it shouldn't have had to come from Dr. Francis, but now that the message has been delivered and received, I hope you. I, I hope give you, you a rose petal for starting to do the work. It looks like you are. You made some time for date night. You finally giving your wife the honeymoon she deserves, and yes. so on and so forth. So, I like it. I just need you to keep it up, nigga. Now let's move on to this destiny event. First of all, what the fuck Tisha had on? Everybody Trash. was dressed to the nines, and she she looked like. A motherfucking uh reporter. She looked, um, what's the um uh, what's that girl? Fuck, I forget her name. What's that goddamn uh the news reporter, the weather girl that Twitter was eating up? What's her name? Oh, <laughs> that's what she was looking like. Yes, that's what she was looking like. Um, so Destiny has this event for her charity where where people can network. Black business owners can network. She going to unveil her high pair cover. Okay, cool. Um, but we find out that Mel and Destiny did all that grandstanding in that group chat and ain't seeing Nan check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. And I mm. love Kimmy for asking, so did you get my check? Mm. She said, yeah, we got it. And so then she was like, but you still ain't replied to the group chat. And Kimmy saying, do you prefer I reply to the group chat and said no check or don't reply to the group chat and you get your check? The choice is yours. And this is this is exactly what the fuck we were saying about like with Kimmy and shit and how she had a point where you don't be do impersonal shit like start a group chat to solicit donations. Right. And then you try to throw in my face who who uh who did who said what? they was gonna sponsor and the motherfuckers didn't even fucking send no check. Right. So like what is like what is what are we doing with all this grandstanding performer? Like what is what is the point? You got your motherfucking neck checked off and Melody, I'm so bitch, I'm so tired of acting like you too busy to make sure shit get taken care of. Did my person deliver my check? Bitch, you don't even remember writing that fucking check to ask if it was delivered. (laughs) You would have known that the minute you wrote the check, you would have made sure it was properly delivered. Listen, I want to say this. I want to say something controversial yet, Brave. And I'm here to stand in truth and transparency. I'm so goddamn tired of Mary acting like she's more important than she is. Like, I'm going to just say this. Like, when it comes to her versus Martell, like, fuck Martell, right? Like, that's established. But yeah, I'm so damn tired of me acting like she got all this goddamn shit going on. Because, <laughs> girl, first of all, that goddamn musical ring going on the fucking well because you can't fucking sing. Um, like, your other ventures, like, the, you do, doing, like, the business stuff because you got the builder license and stuff. I ain't, I, unless my friend can correct me, I don't see you doing shit with that. Like, girl, you are not that goddamn busy where you can't do basic shit that you were supposed to do. You just don't want to do exactly. it, and I need you to stand up in that, that you just don't want to do it. It ain't because you too also, damn busy. And also, why was you being weird to Destiny? Also that. 
Like you, well, I would have sponsored, but you ain't send me the same thing you sent her. And don't you ever do that again. And and the little uh pulling out the check shit, the check already made out. Like this was so this you was know, so made up so you could have a moment. You know what, you know what because is like annoying me about Mel lately is that. All the smoke that she has from Martell, rightfully so, she's taking it out on other people because that was weird as fuck and it didn't need to be that goddamn deep. It was weird as fuck. And then um, if that's your friend, even if they don't send you official sponsorship materials, you know that's your friend, that's your friend charity, that's your friend business. You know to support it. Hello? If you really wanted to put a check in her hand prior to that moment, you would have did so. You would have said, hey, Destiny, I know your event is coming up. I wanted to give you a check for sponsorship. Who can I make it out to? And again, this just goes back to my point. This felt felt like some made-up shit to give Mel a storyline because she ain't really got no goddamn storyline because she's not as busy as she claimed that she is. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially when we see next week in the previews, when Destiny try to bring some personal shit to Mel event, Mel want to argue her down. But you did that shit at her event. Hello? So I also thought it was weird for Destiny to give Kimmy a random seven-day trip, talking about use it as your honeymoon. Not your business. Not your place. Was weird. Which also, speaking of Destiny, if you're not going to talk about it down the wars, girl, why are you here? Especially why you here always nose diving in everybody else's marriage. Give it a fucking rest, delicious. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and what was this weirdo job interview shit Tisha tried to do to Tiffany? We need to know what happened in your life that made you the woman that you are today. Bitch, this is not no senior year high school essay. this is not no college application essay bitch i don't have to explain to you nothing about me okay i feel like tisha was trying to be shady from all the way back in the vegas trip when tiffany brought up the brought up the shit about marceau um you know kind of not being on the same page with her but it didn't Mm -hmm. work tisha you're not smart enough to do shit like that Yes, you are very dumb. Your duck's not all in a row to be carrying on like that at all, okay? Yeah, you're not smart. Uh, mm -mm, mm -mm. Nope. Uh, Also, that's all I got. Yeah, I was going to say, I ain't got nothing else. (laughs) Next week, this shit's supposed to get very, very live at this goddamn video release party. But until then... We going, we going over yonder to Salt Lake City, and I, I'm just going to jump out the gate and drag Jen Shaw for quite a few things. First things first, bitch, you ain't the first motherfucker to scam and commit wire fraud, and you won't be the last. It's a huge thing. They make documentaries about the shit and everything. Um, but my thing is, for somebody who constantly screams about being a woman of color, mm a person of color, mm. you put your black husband and sons in a position to have their life taken when mm. the FBI, the SWAT team, Homeland Security, and New York City police officers uh, brought your son outside in fucking wintertime 
and shorts and flip-flops. Had that boy out here dressed like goddamn Jim Jones in that one video. He was like, shit getting out of hand now. That was you. We, you. For you to be such a woman of color, you clearly don't understand how dangerous your behavior was to your husband and kids. Mm. Because they could have ran up in that house with a no-knock warrant and killed everybody in your fucking house. Mm. They didn't even allow your child to put a fucking coat on. Mm. Had that boy woman of color though. Woman of color though. Woman Mm. of color who would put her fucking black husband and son's lives in danger. Woman of color though. Mm. And you a crook and you did that shit. And you know how I know you did that shit? Because if that shit was going down, you would have surrendered yourself peacefully. When you were tipped off that the feds and everybody and their mama was looking at looking for you to because of some shit happening, you would have surrendered yourself peacefully. Instead, you made up a bold faced, funky ass lie. Said that your man was going. Said that, that your he man was, was in the hospital under. with internal fucking bleeding. Oh, girl, you was having an internal audit because they don't caught your ass. Who randomly starts internally bleeding? <laughs> said, you ain't just even getting no backstory or nothing. Who the fuck just randomly goes to the hospital because they are internally bleeding? You a liar. You literally went on a run. They said that you got picked up on the side of the road because they were able to GPS your location. That is funny. That is hilarious. You was, was- trying to get light and shake back, bitch. Back to life. <laughs> <Back> to- <laughs> you going to jail. <laughs> but before we get there, <clears throat> Mary Crosby, Mary Cosby, Mary Hosby, Mary Lies. Whatever Mary your name K, is. Keep her motherfucking story straight. This can these contrived ass arguments with the other women on the show? They're not giving what you think they're getting. You, they're not doing that. They ain't giving, gaving, giving, gooving, gooping. They ain't doing shit. It is so contrived. You arguing with Whitney? You arguing with Jenny? You like these random ass arguments? Like you are fucking. You doing strange. all this? You doing all this hip hopping and carrying on and performing because you don't want to talk about uh your you got damn that 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 shit you doing you and your nigga doing in that damn church like you I was born that night I wasn't born last night I see what the fuck this is it's fake it's phony it's it's not giving anything it doesn't seem real it seems forced you can't even be angry for real. In these scenes, you looking just as happy as you can fucking be because you're not mad for real. You just got to play the part so you can have some form of a storyline. But it's falling short. So this- short that we're going to finna move on to the next people because your shit ain't shit. Now, I know, so I know Lisa Glass, she ain't invite Jen to that goddamn event for her son. The feds would have swooped in on that motherfucker and had everybody on the ground. Right. But why is y'all arguing about with this woman about who, first things first. Let me just say, 
I love seeing Lisa Barlow get her card pulled because this is a Lisa Barlow hate show, hate account, hate everything. She is a fucking loser. And I was so glad that she was properly called out for telling for telling Jen that Whitney sent products to this person that they are supposed to don't fuck with no more. But you then turned around and invited her to your son's big event. It was very much giving sneaky snake shit. You was trying to cause some drama between Whitney and um, Jen because you do want everybody isolated from Whitney. Yep. And you look the fuck dumb. And it's pretty obvious. Like, that's the other thing. Like, you're not even, like, good at trying to hide, hide that fact. At all. Worse ass bitch. Um, but still, nobody should be able to tell your son who he can invite to his shindig. That's his business. Correct. Now, back to this uh, Jen shit. So, let me say I am living for Meredith Marks in these episodes. <laughs> because... She is the only one who clearly has some form of discernment. Because there is no way you could believe that Jen Shah is throwing $80,000 birthday parties for somebody that she don't even really fuck with like that and gotten and haven't been fucking with like that since they big argument and shit. And think shit on the up and up. And thinks shit on the up and up. And her husband is a is a college coach who makes good money, but that's public information. Coach Shaw makes about $400,000, $450,000 a year. That's fucking beautiful money. But not for a motherfucker when your wife will throw a $100,000 birthday party for someone else. Exactly. And lie about it. And not even, remember, and, Coach Shaw... Coach Shaw didn't know she had thrown that birthday party for Meredith, remember? Yeah, he found out after the fact. Am I, first of all, let me, let me say something. I am disgusted that you motherfuckers got on my TV crying, performing, acting, like this is the end of the world that that Jen done got in, indicted slash arrested, and also the fact that you motherfuckers was upset and mad that Meredith was kind of just like shrugged. Uh, excuse me, what? Like the fact, like the like I think Jenny had the only good reaction. It's like, oh damn, that's fucked up, but we shouldn't like act like she got shot or nothing. We'll just see what the fuck happened. Like that's the only reaction that y'all should have had. Motherfucking held up here, goddamn boohoo, and motherfucking Lisa talking about, oh, what about her kids? Girl, shut the fuck up. All this goddamn grandstanding performing for a motherfucker who ain't got no goddamn problem talking about other people's kids and shit, and you talking about what about her kids? Girl, shut up. It was very fucking strange. Like, <laughs> what was all this crying this? and grandstanding when she was talking about uh, Meredith's son and his sexuality being a bigot? What was all these tears then? It was, it was a lot. It was weird, but I want to talk about that dinner. 
because this one the shit start hitting the fan, friend. And I was I was tickled motherfucking pink, okay? Fucking um <laughs> they sit down, have the dinner, and Meredith says, I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised at all. I knew something wasn't right. And they all looking at her like, huh? What you mean? And they all in the confessionals acting like Meredith is motherfucking Cruella DeVille and all kind of bullshit. But Meredith talks about how she was out of town. Jen called her saying, hey, I'm trying to get in your store. I want to buy some things. She has her assistant or her person open up the store. They buy a few things here and there. The person that runs the store calls Meredith and says, hey, you know that green clutch or whatever it was? After Jen and them left, it's no longer in the store. So Meredith says she plays it cool. She's like, hey, just send like a text message saying like, hey, you know, um, if anybody borrowed that green clutch to the, from the store, could they please just bring it back? She says she then gets some correspondence from Jen saying that the person is going to be bringing it back to the store. And Meredith is like, I knew I had a huge problem with Jen after she continued to employ somebody who would steal from me. And then she says that like Jen is red flagged in a lot of the designer brand systems because she always and only ever pays with cash. And everybody's looking at at Meredith like, oh my God, I cannot believe this. Oh my fucking gosh. Oh my God. And then Mary weird ass jump in talking about, I knew she was the devil. Which girl shut the fuck up. Because if that ain't Spider-Man pointing at (laughs) Spider-Man. I'm sorry, friend. I didn't mean to cut y'all, but Mary, you girl, if you don't shut the fuck up. When you when you just literally just quite literally was weird as fucking talking to goddamn Whitney like she was your fucking child because Whitney would didn't answer the phone for you. Mary, shut the fuck up. Please. With them goddamn Coella Deville ass drape ass wigs, you, girl, shut up. Oh Please goddamn Phantom Phantom of the Opera face that shut up, Mary, shut up. I'm sick of I'm sick of her. I'm sorry, I'm sick of her. <laughs> Who else you wanted to drag, friend? <laughs> Who else you had? What else you had in your spirit for these hoes? Yeah, honestly, just Mary doing all that damn grandstanding. Like I always knew something was wrong in her spirit. Cause we got to remember, we got to throw it back. We got to throw it way back to the, the first season of Salt Lake City. So, Mary, you always knew Jen was the devil and this, that, and the third, but you was cool enough to be friends with her until y'all got on this show. Cause remember, they knew each other before this show. Yeah. So she was the devil and she was all this, that, and third, and you just felt the, the, the evil spirit up in her, but it wasn't enough for you to not stop fucking with her until y'all got on this show, and even then, only until y'all fell out over some stupid shit. Shut the fuck up, Mary. You shut the fuck up and you tell the truth about what you and your nigga doing in that goddamn church. That's what the fuck you do. Oh, conniving evil ass bitch. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's it. That's it for now, y'all. Have y'all enjoyed us? Have we been <laughs> the pieces of shit that y'all are used to? 
Also, happy Thanksgiving. Okay. Correct. Happy motherfucking Thanksgiving. Wait, hold on, hold y'all on, know wait, what I'm finna do. I'm finna I, tell I y'all. About to say. Go clean your motherfucking oven out so that your food don't be tasting burnt. Okay. Your food always got a little twang of scorchedness. Because that oven ain't been cleaned out in 84 motherfucking years and everything that's been ever spilt over in that fucking oven is sitting on the bottom burning and flavoring up your motherfucking food. Clean your oven out before Thanksgiving. Wipe the door down so you could look in there without constantly having to open it because the motherfucking oven door is so goddamn greasy, dirty, gunky, and junky that you can't see your food without opening the oven and letting it heat out, then your oven got to keep reheating to the temperature it's supposed to be. Clean your motherfucking stove out. Love yourself enough to make sure your oven is clean enough to cook in and do what you got to do in. You should be cleaning it regularly, but I know a lot of people is nasty like that. But when we get to the holidays, clean your motherfucking oven out. When you go barbecuing, you make sure you clean the motherfucking grill grates, don't you? I hope you do. Please say you do. Are you going to? Whatever. It don't matter. Clean your oven out. Clean your oven out. Shred your cheese. Stop using bag shredded cheese for your mac and cheese. Clean your oven out. Shred your cheese. You don't need eight cheeses in one mac and cheese. <laughs> use butter not margarine brine your turkey brine it trust me and stop putting all pie. them goddamn marshmallows on them goddamn yams don't if you can't cook don't bring shit if you can't cook, don't volunteer to bring no food. You bring the drinks. <laughs> bring some grape sodas. <laughs> bring some Sprites. Bring a Coke and a smile. But don't bring no dish in this house if you know you can't fucking cook. Okay? On this land. On this land. Happy on, the, on these pans. <laughs> on these pans. Tighten up the handle on your pants too so you ain't wobbling and, and shaking shit and then and, and losing your cool. Get yourself together. You are capable. More than likely you not, but I'm going to tell you you oh. are. <laughs> we will see y'all back maybe next week. I don't know which shows are going to be on or if a lot of shows are taking a two-week break because of Thanksgiving. But if we not back next week, let this episode edify your soul. Edify your soul. And before I go, this is the hill I'm willing to die on. Don't nobody want no fresh cranberry sauce, bitch. Give me that jelly shit in the can. Correct. Keep your fresh cranberry thyme, rosemary, piccadilly ass uh, cranberry sauce. Listen, I'm a nigga. Have, I like nigga things. You the ops. I'm a nigga. I like nigga things. I live a nigga life. With that said, bring me that motherfucking ocean spray, jelly, cranberry sauce that you got to shake it. Mm, mm, mm. And it fall on the plate, cranberry sauce. Uh, you know what? All right. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. We'll see you niggas when we see you. Bye. <laughs>